listening to the Justin and Greg podcast. My name is Greg, wearing the tennis bound loud and proud. Sorry, it's the Jags experience. My partner in crime, he's here to correct me about everything. If it's you, Justin Revis. If you weren't wrong about so many things, I wouldn't have to correct you I all the time. I think if there was a word for pessimism, you would be in the running. No, it's not pessimism. I'm trying to make you better. That's optimism. All in favor. Yeah, motion passed. If I did not believe you could change, I would not correct you. But I believe you can change because I believe in the future, and that is being optimistic. If I was pessimistic, I wouldn't correct you about anything. I stopped listening to you when you started that sentence. So. You should listen to me because then you would be better. What I need Instead, is this, you I just keep meddling again. in mediocrity. Stop listening again. So all I know that you've said is the Jags experience it then. I need like a sign. That's do you like, do hey, that I'm to listening. everybody in your life? That's why you're so Sorry, miserable. You're not, you're not on yet. What do you mean? I can hear you now. Good. <laughs> uh, okay, so if you're new to the podcast, this is where we talk about weird things. Normal what? things? Weird things? I guess weird is probably actually inappropriate. We talk about normal things yeah. and our take on them. I think we try and talk about... F- Fun or interesting. Yeah, that's probably a better interesting things. A better definition. Not Fun. weird, but interesting in some kind of way, which could be it's a bit weird. Yeah, like there was that rat that got stuck in the manhole cover we talked about. Yeah, or like the guy who fell 100 feet, broke both legs, killed eight snakes with his bare hands and survived. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so if you missed last week's podcast and you're new to who Justin and Greg are, Justin, you don't like horror movies. Oh, nope. Like I, mean, I don't like being do scared. I don't. I don't like them either. The idea of going right, to a but movie, but you try and pretend that you are to, fine with it. Well, maybe I do. Probably, yeah. Yeah. yeah I hate. You. I hate the idea of horror movies. When I was five years old, I remember driving past the family video in Saskatoon, where I was living at the time. The family video. Yeah. Is that, that like the rental? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it had this massive poster for Jason Goes to Hell, like the the seventh or eighth or ninth version of Friday the Thirteenth. Wow. And it had it was the guy with the hockey mask. His mask was off in this movie poster, and it had, like, the most horrifying face I've ever seen. There's was, like, a snake in his eye going out here, and it's mortifying. Wow. From that moment on, I've seen that movie poster. I'm not kidding. You can ask my parents. I don't remember this, but for the next, like, two, three years, two years, year or two, I was, like, had night terrors all the time. Just from seeing a poster. And it wasn't even that close. It wasn't wow. even that close. My parents had to like call and be like, "Hey, it's weird. Can you move? Can you remove like move that poster because like you've damaged my kid and he can't come in there and whatever." And they said, "Yeah, sure. Like we'll take it down." Wow. Because that time they always had movie posters up, but you, wow. Think about how many people's lives you impacted negatively because you couldn't handle looking at a poster. Look it up right now. It's not a good. It's not a good thing. No, it's fine. If your kid saw that, they'd be like, "Dad, what is that? Oh my goodness!" No. Do you know what we would tell our kids? Hey guys, it's just pretend. And they'd go, "Oh, okay, it's just pretend." Yeah, right, until it's in your room at night. It wasn't in your room at night. It was in my dreams, man. It was in my sure. dreams. The funny thing about that is my older brother had an NES and had bought Friday the 13th, the video game. Your parents let him? Yeah. but They I, didn't know. They probably didn't know. No. no, there's no way that your parents knew. I start, They threw it out. Once I said, like, my tears are like, this is costing us sleep. Yeah. Well, You're out of here. I believe in that because one of my children right now is waking up at like 1, 2 a.m. for an hour every night and it's so painful. Can we all just, the parents listening to this, send sympathy Justin's way? And I'm sincere in this. I hate when my sleep is interrupted. I yeah. hate that. So to be up for an hour is a real nuisance. In the middle of the... And this isn't... I understand newborn phase or something like that. Like, no, they're three. And so they should be okay. The worst? Agrees. Agrees. Producer, Producer Mark. Mark in the house. Oh, yeah. You can't hear him. He's off the microphone. Although we could have brought him in, but... I think he's 
He's working. He's a big political junkie, so he's just diving into the news oh, over there. Oh, man. You can just see him salivating. Anyway, so you you don't like horror movies. You went yes. to the movie Jordan Peele's Us last weekend. Yeah, which, again, to recap, peer pressured by my wife and her best friend, who we all went to high school together, and so there's just like this rule about peer pressure. But more kudos to you because you went. And well, not, not because you gave into peer pressure, because you your wife wanted to go. Yeah. And you said, if you really want to go and you want me to come with you, I will sacrifice. It was an experience with friends. It was the first time hanging out with uh, her best friend's new boyfriend. And, you know, it became an experience. Part of the reason why I went, too, is because Jordan Peele. He's, he's not just, you know, if it was somebody I didn't know, the director, I probably would have said no. I also really don't like, like, like weird, demonic, freaky... I, right. I don't like that stuff. But Jordan Peele is creative, and he's trying to make a point of some kind. There's an idea behind the movies he makes where it's a deeper thing than just trying to scare the pants off you. Yes, and I figured, if nothing else, I, I'm a bit of a camera nerd. I love cinematography, and I could, you know, I could glean something off that... And in the end, it was intense, but it wasn't actually scary. At no point watching it was I scared, and it wasn't jump scares versus which for you is worse than anything else. Is I don't like I don't like being scared in a moment in a jump scare. Or I am Legend when he goes into that dark room to find his dog in the theater. I couldn't actually handle it. Like I couldn't. I was looking at the ceiling. I was talking out loud. I was bound. I could not watch that moment because it was too much for me. I never had any of those moments in us. See, I trust Will Smith. Don't ever do that again. I trust him with my life. So if he's going to go in there, I'm going to go, you know what? If Will's in there, if Big Willie Style's going in there, I'm going to be okay. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. The dog dies. In the theaters. I saw it. Yeah. Well, it's been long enough. So Big Willie couldn't save his dog. I actually think that that's a fair comment. If you haven't seen a movie in 15 years after it's been released... At some point, what's the statute no, of limitations no on that? Right? I think a year, maybe two years. If it's a big movie, yeah, then like I'm not going to tell you the outcome of us, which I did tell you because you said you wouldn't watch it because you're a sissy. I've got like a long list of movies and shows to watch that I'll never get to. Yeah, like yeah, every fair. every month now, Netflix is like, hey, I'm like, oh, that looks good. Click. Just my list just grows and grows and grows. I'm I like, ha- I need seriously? two lives to get through this. I have the opposite problem where I just I don't have enough things that I'm actually interested to watch. I love when I get surprised. There's this Formula One documentary on Netflix, and it's the best thing I've seen in a very long time. And I was kind of like, eh, because the two top teams in Formula One, so lame, they said they wouldn't be a part of the documentary. And arrogance. It's it's bizarre because previously when I watched Formula a One, pox on both their I, houses. I wanted to know Mercedes and Ferrari, what's going on with them? How are they so dominant? All these kind of things. What ended up happening was I learned all the storylines because the media gets dominated by those two teams winning all the time. All the storylines below them, I I was hooked and I'm in now so much more and I really care about I didn't understand that coming 7th or 8th was very important, 9th, 10th, and, and all these other storylines. But I love when you stumble up across something that you weren't expecting anything from and it's awesome. I think that is something that we all need to kind of consider more. Is expectations. If you're watching a movie trailer and you know all the funny parts and you've seen it 14 times and you're hyped up about it, there's a good chance whatever movie you see will let you down. Yeah. But there's also something there to be said about expectations. who you see your movie with. I can remember going to see Zoolander the first time, the very first Zoolander. It was for my friend's birthday party in high school. And I'm like, this movie sucks. It's not funny at all. <laughs> 
And then I watched it again without that crowd. I'm like, this movie's hilarious. I like Napoleon Dynamite. The first time I watched Napoleon Dynamite, I went, that was so stupid. Why would I? Di- I didn't even understand what was going on. Oh, but then you fat lard, eat your breakfast. You start reciting the lines afterwards. I could throw that football over them there mountains. I would, and then you loved it. I watched it like 25 times after that. If I could have my way, I would get rid of trailers. Teachers are fine. Like teachers sure. kind of get you into it. Yep. You know, like, this is what we think yep. it's going to be about. But trailers can go. And if you actually watch old trailers, like from the 80s and 70s, yep. they're literally like the movie. Sorry, not the 70s and 80s, the 80s and 70s. What? That's fine. Continue. The 80s and 70s. That's what you said. If you watch old trailers from the 80s and 70s. I said it backwards? Yeah, it was nice. It's still accurate, It's though. different. It's not. Yeah. It, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's, nice. it's like the whole movie. In oh, the trailer. Like in the trailer. It's like three minutes. I'm like, I know from beginning to end what's going to happen in this movie. Now, it hasn't really changed, but anyway. Yeah. Especially comedies. Actually, that's what I like doing. If I'm bored, I'm like, I want to watch something funny. I just go watch comedy trailers on Apple whatever, Apple trailers, and they have all the funny parts. So you watch five no. trailers, That is 10 like, minutes of fun. There are that's two it. things wrong with that, and I agree with you. When I see a very funny movie that the trailer makes me laugh... And the last time this really happened to me was that Seth Rogen movie, Sausage Party. The trailer made me laugh out loud. And I do not recommend this movie. Oh, yes. I'm the first to enter eternity. Oh, potato. Way to go, buddy. Especially if you're under the age of 18, like some of our listeners. Don't watch it. But the, the trailer made me laugh. But the And even and the movie wasn't that funny. But a more egregious offense than that is showing me a funny part yes. in the movie. And in the trailer, and not showing it in the movie. Yes, I yeah, I've seen that before. Do you guys remember Due Date? That one. Due Date. Robert Jr. Yeah, yeah. The funniest part of the whole movie is in the trailer, and that's why I went to see the movie. And you're right. Like, oh, this is a letdown. But it's even worse when they put a really funny part in the trailer, and it's not in the movie anywhere. It was just like a that's funny bit. Oh, that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah, Crazy. It, it's not in there. I remember Bruno, which was <laughs> yes, Sasha Baron Cohen's Bruno. Mm-hmm. There was a moment in the trailer that I thought was so funny. I laughed out loud watching it. And I, and it, it, I was like, I'm going to give my money to this movie because that moment was so funny and I want to see it on the big screen. Wasn't in it. I, as a whole, never, ever, ever watch trailers other than comedies on Apple trailers that I, I know I'm never going to watch just like because they're the funny parts. But even we were... My wife really wanted to watch the new Robin Hood. With Jamie Foxx. Yeah, with Jamie Foxx and Taron Egerton. And for those who don't know what this movie was rated by critics. Which, typically, I know this. Whenever my wife's like, I want to watch this movie, I'm like, guaranteed it's in the teens or less on Rotten Tomatoes. Which, I think if we look it up right now, if you just Google Robin Hood, I'm going to say 13%, although it might be 18%. I'm having a hard time spilling without my glasses. (laughs) One, 15%. 15%. I'm like, that figure. She's like, but you should watch a trailer. I'm like, no, I like, I don't need to watch a trailer. We watched a movie. Along with this, the audience score is at 42%. So people that wanted to see it like your wife, yes, 42% of them liked Where it. They, yeah. That's it. Not, not good. Which, it's interesting to see a movie like this where it could have been good if they had made it really gritty, but they wanted to be PG rated. And so it sucked tickets. the life out of it because it you didn't feel what you needed to feel of anger towards these characters and that they're bad enough and it just it it was then it I'm was glad bad. I'm glad that it failed then because yeah they people, played it safe they need to start stop trying to make money and start making art again but I also think people should be able to make good movies that don't have to be full of gore and sex and 
violence and all these crazy stuff. You should be able to make good movies like that. But in this world, it seems like you got to go straight Game of Thrones. No, I think you need to tell the story. If the story needs to be, if the Game of Thrones story is dark and it's it's explicit, then tell that story. What I hate is when people do that on to try and get ratings or take right. it out. If that is part of the essence of what it is, like Deadpool was was wasn't going to be R rated, even though that is what the whole character is right. about. He, he, he's like a an adult yeah. Marvel character that swears a lot and does, says explicit things. So whether you like that or not, that's who it is. Right. That's what it is. And, and it would have ruined it if they had made it PG and took out all that. Yeah. 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 If Disney got a hold of it and Disneyized it, it's like, yeah, it's not what it should be. Disney did get a hold of it. Now well, they now, own it. Now they have it. And actually, that's part of the concern. Did for you see the Christmas one? Deadpool no, Christmas? but I want to because I, I saw haven't. Princess Bride. Because it's PG-13. Yeah, but it also it has Ben, Ben, what's his name? Don't ask me. Do you know who I'm thinking of? Uh, the brother of... The main ben character. Ben Savage. Yes, Ben Savage. Oh, is that actually right? Yeah. Wasn't no, it's in- Fred Savage. Ben Savage was Boy, Boy, Boy Meets Boy World. World. Yeah. Okay. But here's my here's my thing about ratings and Rotten Tomatoes. Because we see a movie like Us, which was critically acclaimed. At one point, it was 100% approved on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. I think it's like 96 because you get these rogue reporters or reviewers. Oh, they have to go against the grain. Yeah, because that's how they get exposures. Like, True. oh no, I voted no and this movie's horrible. And people pan them and say, I hate you, but they get attention. Hmm. Here's what I want. A website... Where you go to the website and answer, let's say, 40 movies. You rate 40 movies. And what it does is it lines you up with a reviewer that has identical taste to you. So then I don't need to I don't need mm-hmm. the consensus of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's just I hear like, you. hey, yep. you know, this movie reviewer loves movies the same way you do. Yep. Okay, cool. So then I can just have to listen to them and they go, Hey, I need to find a movie reviewer this. who's like, it's a scary movie. No. You're it's terrible. Yeah. That's Although Netflix algorithm, it's close probably. Yeah. What if Netflix opened up outside, where it's not just Netflix shows, but they could take your taste profile and apply it to movies coming out from other people? That'd be awesome. That'd be kind of cool, right? They would go ah, based on this and the algorithm, you're not going to like. Because I think that their algorithm is pretty good at this point. If they recommend something yeah. to me, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to watch that. No, because I mean, us. Did I enjoy watching us? No, like I'd give it a 50-50, 50%. Yeah, it was fine. I will say there were some things where I thought about it afterwards, a twist, and went, oh, oh, interesting. Okay, how they did that, that, that. So like a little bit, most movies, once they're over, I don't think about them at all. So good job on that. But, you know, do I say it's 98%? Normally, I trust Rotten Tomatoes, but I think something with like a horror film, because I want to feel positive emotions all the time. Totally. I don't want negative emotions. You want to go to a movie and know the outcome is positive. I actually went to a horror movie randomly. I can be spontaneous sometimes. I was in a parking lot with my friend. We had like four hours to kill. Mm -hmm. We were in the city. It was in Regina, Southland Mall. And I was like, hey, let's go see a movie. She's like, okay. We went and saw this movie called Strangers. Okay. Which the premise is, and I'm going to ruin the movie for you. The premise is there's this couple out for a romantic cabin time or whatever. Okay. Someone knocks on the door wearing a burlap sack over the head. There's two or three of them. They're strangers. They try and kill everyone. (laughs) Perfect. And then at one point when they're being tortured and murdered, they're like, why are you doing this? And they say, because you are home. Wow. Because you are, based on a true story, which is even more terrifying. What? And then they leave. They don't get killed. Like One of them gets killed, I think. But at the end of the movie, they just leave. No. Right? No. I do not need to know that. I 
struggle enough with worrying about things, you know, fear, anxiety. I don't need more from a movie. No, and this movie was weird. Like, there was moments, too, where, like, a character's, like, sitting on the on the couch, and then you can see this burlap sack character behind them just kind of, like, lean out. And it's so creepy, and you start freaking <laughs> out. We moved. We were in the middle of the theater. We moved to the very back of the theater, so there's a wall behind us. What? Because it was one less, <laughs> one less place to watch. <laughs> because you, when you're watching a horror movie... You think you're going to get stabbed wow. or killed. So we moved to the back and we're like, don't tell anyone that this ever happened. Well, and you just told the, all the internet. On my 18th birthday. You watched The Ring? Yeah. Oh, The Ring? Ugh. I waited two years to watch The Ring since we're on this. Two years. I watched it in the middle of the day with lights on in the, in the, yeah. the, the, the sun and like the volume turned down. I was like, oh, it was fine. It wasn't that no. bad at all. It was good. It was, it was a good theater. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of bad guys, though, so the, the Joker trailer the joker is getting its own it's his own movie who's playing the joker joaquin phoenix weird he is weird though like the yeah Fe- absolutely Joaquin's weird and so i he- haven't seen anything with him in 10 years 15 years i remember walk the line i think is the last one i remember with him oh didn't he did he, that he, one with siri he grew a big beard didn't he and like went off the grid and got weird well he was doing like a rap thing i think for a while but people thought it might have been performance art i don't actually know <laughs> Uh, like Childish Gambino. What do you mean? Well, he's a great actor, and he does rap and singing. No, people thought he was. People thought Joaquin was going crazy. I think yes, but he was really just acting on talk shows and things like that. Oh, weird. Anyway, this is the Joker origin story, and it kind of tells you why or how the Joker became the yeah. Joker. Can and the Joker after Heath Ledger? It's weird. But there's been a lot of Jokers. Like there's the Joker from I Adam understand, West, but you can't. Heath Ledger was the Joker. Jack Nicholson, people still like him no. as the Joker. Who played the Penguin? Danny, Danny DeVito? DeVito? Yeah. The Penguin's weird. Though. I mean, Batman, there's been a lot of different people that have played Batman, too. Like, it's kind of part of the thing. Remember this? Bond ben or... Affleck played Batman, you guys. No, he didn't. Right? Isn't he coming to play the Batman or something? Oh, yeah. Was Going he played to be? Batman. That's who it was. What? He played Batman, not the Joker. No, yeah, not the Joker. But has that movie come out yet with him being Batman? No, I think that he he canceled it. Something, something happened with that. Well, good. Yeah, Have you seen that guy's tattoos? No. His massive dragon tattoo on his back, Ben Affleck? What? Yeah, it was like after his breakup with, who is it, Jennifer Garner? Or ben, whoever Benifer, he was married with? Jennifer Jennifer Garner, yeah. He has this massive dragon tattoo on his back. Like it's crazy. Like to help him cope with I losing Jennifer know, something, Garner? Something, yeah. That's weird. Wish we could show videos, like, show a, photos. Those guys had a interesting upbringing. I though, like Jennifer athletes. Garner. Thirteen yeah. going on thirty. I still support her. I like Ben Affleck from the SNL skit where they talk like they're from Boston. Why well, he was from Boston? Yeah, he but, probably killed it. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I like Ben Affleck. They, and in they some talked things. about baseball players when they try and force a celebrity yeah. like that into a role like Batman, like Arnold Schwarzenegger no. as Mister Freeze. I don't need that in my life. Yeah, I look at those Batman movies and go, they were. They were the antithesis to the new Batman movies. They were just like light and funny and Jim Carrey is the Riddler and Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze and What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age It was just awful. But I got to watch them when I was like eleven. There's no way going back my parents would let me watch a new Batman when I was eleven. No, there's no way. Uh, coming to your point though about Heath Ledger being one of the greatest renditions. Not one of. The greatest rendition. Of the Joker. Yep. Is the Joker one of the best all-time villains in movie history? 
So you're yes. saying that Heath Ledger's responsible for raising the Joker's platform? Yeah. Oh yeah. Other than that, you got friggin' Jack Nicholson's performance, and you know, it's it's weird because I think you you kind of not that you like the Joker. But you're so... Confession, I do. Well, because you love serial killers and sociopaths. Whoa, let's take a step back there and just say, like, I appreciate what the Joker represents. Which is? Anarchy. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Let's put a smile on that face. The fact that this is what I fell in love with the Joker watching this movie, I get to go, oh, you. there's nothing that pacifies this guy. Right. Traditionally with... What does he want? He just wants anarchy. Yes. And how do you control someone who just wants... How do you... How do you? They don't want money. They don't want power. They just want everything or, or to burn. Or revenge. Or there's usually sure. a reason a bad guy is the way they are, and you if you just give them the money or give them control or whatever. That's what I thought. The, the Joker was so beautiful was because beautiful. There was nothing about this sociopath that would stop him. Yeah. In the movie, I'll never forget the scene in The Dark Knight where he's just burning money and laughing. Or there's two guys like okay, breaks his stick. You guys. Whoever survives, you can continue. Like he doesn't give two rips. When when oh, was man. It the last time? Yeah, you had a bad guy like that where you went, "Wow, they were a great bad guy." But it's also it's a different kind of terrifying too, right? Like the traditional horror guys, like okay, you're big, strong, weird, whatever. Yeah. You're going to kill everyone. The Joker was this thing that it was almost yeah. like a mental fear of. I guess the difference between you? him and Bane, where Bane is like, yeah. I mean, this isn't a Marvel Universe review show, but. Which I understand that's not Marvel. No, we've got a list of topics. We won't actually get to them all, but but yeah, good back bad guys. I think you have on there Hannibal Lecter, yeah, which I think again, for a generation, a smart bad guy that is weird to understand. You go, oh, you're unpredictable and terrifying. The woman from Gone Baby Gone is that what that movie's called? Oh, no, Gone, Gone, Girl? Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah. Where Oof. she's just like she weird frames her husband, controls him to stay in the relationship. Yes, like terrifying. And I think. I think to have a good bad guy, it's weird that we're just talking about movies. But and when we say bad guy, gender neutral. Sure, yeah. But the, the, the villain, you have to empathize with them somewhere. You have to like there sure. has to be a part of yourself that you see in them to go, oh, I, I kind of relate with that. That's why <laughs> you and the Joker. It's, well, I mean, I like to laugh, and so does he. But Hannibal Lecter, I think, is like when you watch the movie. I know you haven't seen them, but you kind of yeah. For me, it's the Icelandic coach from Mighty Ducks D two. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, he's kind of a badass. He just wants to win. Yeah, at, at all costs. It's not worth winning if you can't <laughs> win big. Anyway, I had Darth Vader on here as Darth a classic what? villain. I don't, really, sure. I don't really care about Darth Vader at all, or Anakin for that matter. Uh, I have, Actually, I'll confess. No, I, do you I, know who is the worst bad guy in all the movies? Anakin. Like, worst terrible. Is not good? Yes. Okay, yeah. I, I'll agree with Can you. Can we talk about bad guys that are not... that Terrible like, bad guys? Failed. We can go on forever. Probably. With bad... Bad, 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 bad guys. <laughs> You're a bad, bad guy. Anyway, moving on from that. I, I actually wanted to talk about ghost stories, but we've done a lot of those things. Uh, how about this football league? So America, the, the number one show in American television, which right. is like the biggest market in the world. I Monday think. Night Football. Yeah, Monday Night. I think Thursday Night is second. Which is crazy, but sure. If, if the NFL is being shown on TV, people watch it. Yeah. And then so this, this upstart league, the a, AF... AAFL or AAF Football League. I don't know what it's called. AAF League. They started up and thought, you know what? If people love football, we'll fill in the gap and we'll start in the off season. Yeah, because football ends in February ish. February, yeah. So, and then doesn't start up again until August? 
September, I think it starts officially, but August is preseason. Yeah. Sure. And so they thought, hey, let's fill in a gap here. And this is not the first time this has happened. No, XFL. <laughs> XFL. Some other ones. Was XFL was like wrestling, though. Which, do you remember playing NFL Blitz? Yes. That a was a bit. football game. I remember playing at Rutgers. I don't know if people have like Rutgers, but it was like the local arcade. And they had this massive NFL blitz where you could like after the whistle, like pile drive people and slam them. And it, was it was arcade awesome. football. It was awesome. Yeah. More of that. Yeah, it was fun. But in the XFL kind of tried to be that with, you could have your own name, whatever name you wanted on the back of your jersey. I remember when the guy had, it said, he hate me. He, <laughs> and that's like a famous meme now. He hate me. He hate me. <laughs> anyway, that folded after a couple of years, and the XFL is coming back in 2020, and it's supposed to be more of a realistic football league, but it sounds like the CFL, which is the Canadian yeah, football it league. It has like all the same rules as the CFL, almost. It's bizarre to me, though, that people just assume that we're going to care. Hey, well, you know what? It's football, yeah. so people are going to come watch it. If you watch the stands after the first game of the season, this AAF yeah. league, it was abysmal. Empty. Abysmal. So because, it, well, people are busy. We have lots to do and so many things competing for our attention. And I think that there's something inside of us where go we go, we want to watch the best. We don't want to watch the second best or the third best. We just want to watch the best. Especially if you have no emotional connection and storylines and things to like, why would I watch it? Just because it's football? Well, I don't just want to watch football. Maybe some people do. I want to watch stories or I want to watch elite athletes performing at the highest level. And at the end of the game, I want drama. That's what I want. Some people want to gamble. They just want an excuse to gamble. Sure. That's that's a thing. But I agree with you. If it's just like, hey, we're going to give you mediocre football, tune in and watch. A lot of people are just like, guys, I only have so much time on my hands. I'm not going to... I'm not going to give up my which Netflix for is this. It's interesting because we have the Canadian Football League, which doesn't have the same level of talent that the NFL does. No, but I it, mean they're they're not terrible. No, they're very good actually. The the line there is is small. But and if you meet the players, you realize how small it is to go, "Oh, you're that close to the NFL. You'll never get there." Yeah. But it just it it elevates the NFL players in a way to go, "Wow, they are that elite." But then it also elevates the CFL players to go, "You're actually pretty close." But here in Saskatchewan, we the riders are religion, but part of it is it's because it's what we have. They're our team. They've been around here for forever. There are Canadians and even local people who play on the team, but we don't have a whole bunch of other sports and franchises and things to cheer for, whereas look at the Toronto Argonauts, who are another CFL team, and their attendance is not good. Terrible. Because you've got the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Hockey League. You've got the Toronto, Toronto Raptors, Raptors, basketball. You've got Toronto Blue Jays, baseball. You've got so many other competing things. And it's Toronto. You have Drake and Weekend and Justin Bieber. And uh, Why would you care about it? And some people do because they're in love with Canadian football. But you have to build... They've been around for, what, 100 years? I don't know how long the team's Over been around. Over 100 years for the CFL. A long time. And you still barely have people that care about it trying to start a new football league and get people to care about it why i could watch twitch it, yeah it's its own it's its own conversation to go how do you make someone care enough sure. about something that knew that starting because i mean even for us okay we're starting a new twitch channel why should i care well if yeah. you like justin and greg that's that's fine sure. but if you don't know us at all why should they care it's a question you need to answer yeah. are and yeah are we funny or entertaining enough i don't know maybe you some people us. Which is interesting because we haven't talked about this. We started a Twitch channel. We're on it right now. Yeah, we're actually live on Twitch, which some people are watching on Twitch. But it's very interesting to always see these new platforms coming out. And Twitch, which you always think about as video, video games, games. Yep. if you happen to know that, is like people stream video games on there. 
but it's becoming more of a platform of a little bit more raw live of doing whatever. And yesterday we were live for two hours in our office, cleaning up our office, prepping for our show last night, and just chatting with people on Twitch. And there was like 20 people watching at some point. It was strange because it just felt like we were hanging out with people from all over the world, commenting, laughing, joking. F and Rue, who says, Ceremony sent me, which is a wild thing about Twitch is right now we're streaming live, but our friend Ceremony, who has actually a larger following on Twitch, much larger, has our thing playing on her channel whenever she's not live, which is funny. We have 26 followers now, Mark, after one day. And Thank you very much. One of them is family, so take uh, that. Yeah. Rue, are you? They were talking about you yesterday because I said something about Rue the day, and now Rue's here. Booyah. And they had like cool little icons for you. What goes around? 27. He followed us. 27 Hey-o. followers. This is good. The funny thing about Twitch, because somebody was talking to us about it, is it actually seems to be maybe the best platform for monetizing what you're doing and actually getting like a fair share. If people can subscribe to you for five bucks for a month and you get half of that, Amazon keeps half of it because they own that, which I love that Amazon gives you money to give the people, but they take half of it back. Yeah, it's nice because, yeah, Prime members get, you know, but with all the bits and the way people can tip you and and have fun with that, it's kind of neat. I like the fact that it's a live platform. So if you don't know this, this show, Justin and Greg, this whole idea started with a Facebook live show, one of the only shows that we knew at the time that was a Facebook live show. And we love being live. Like last night, every Tuesday night, we go live on Facebook, 9 p.m. Central. We have a blast. We incorporate the mm-hmm. audience. But it's it's different. You don't always go live on Facebook right. for nonstop for eight hours a day. And it feels like on Facebook, trying to hold people's attention in the Facebook world is very difficult. Right. Whereas like, you come to Twitch. Yeah. You're coming here to hang out for a while. For hours. Yeah. You come to watch or listen or play. Oh, this is cool. Rue says, depends on how many subs you have, you get a higher percentage from... You probably get enough subs. And do you know what the percentage is there, Rue? Like, does it go from... Well, what to what? I'm curious. But I love exploring this Twitch thing because it isn't... I'm a little bit burned out on making high-quality videos, right. I would say. You know, after doing vlogging and all that, it's so many hours and so much work. Part of why I love live is you kind of set it up and you go. But even on Facebook, we do so much prep for half an hour of content. Mm-hmm. Whereas I love this Twitch thing because it's a lot more raw and real and you just kind of turn on the camera and you go. And it's neat. And if you unlock the community listening, boo yeah, it's fun because you're actually you're hanging yeah. out with your audience. So I know YouTube's trying that, and Instagram and all the other places are trying it. But it feels like this whole Twitch thing has a it lot feels of good like going. undiscovered country, and I love being in that Facebook Live. Early on, when we were doing it, there weren't people doing shows on Facebook Live, and I still don't know that there are a ton. And I think that's part no. of why Facebook said, "Hey, do you guys want to test some stuff out for us?" Because we were doing stuff that was different, which was neat. But and Facebook, if you're listening, we love it. Yeah, but we also love Twitch. Yeah, and they're trying different. To know. They actually are different. They are. Uh, yeah, they are definitely. I guess you different. could do an all live channel on Facebook, but people aren't like you yeah. said. People aren't on Facebook for that. So no, yeah, it's neat. Uh, one more thing to get to. Uh, so Instagram has finally added shopping. You can shop directly from Instagram. Yeah, and I can I buy things from I Instagram. I didn't quite understand. You'll have to explain this to me because I thought before they had like you could tag items and then go to a shop and do it. But were you going to a different website? Yes. Yeah, okay. So it would pull in your Shopify or even actually Squarepace does it too, where you can tap on the item and it's linked to your Okay, your the website. store outside. Now you can actually sell it directly from Instagram. Without leaving. Cool. And so what I love about this is there's a, I don't know if you know this, but Instagram influencers are a huge thing. What? Yeah. Like there's people that are yeah. making tons of money I think people debate this. whether they're a huge thing or not, but we'll give it to Kylie Jenner. She's doing okay. But us, we have marketing backgrounds. And so yeah. there's always this tension of 
if I pay you to promote this thing, what is the result for me? And the influencer right. or the medium always says, like for us, we say, oh, we're going to give you 10 million impressions to this demo in this area. Yeah. And there's a really good chance that you talking to them could equal sales. But now... Now you actually are accountable to go, how much stuff did we sell? What do you know? You sold four dresses and I paid you $50,000. Mm, no. I don't think so. Or I sold 400 dresses. I paid you 50 bucks. Amazing. Right. That's cool. And we have that. We have a, a friend who has a local clothing company who said like, he paid a lot of money right. to get a big sponsor. This was in the sports world to promote his stuff. Yeah. And from what he could tell... He got nothing. 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 Like, you know, sold hundreds of dollars, got nothing. But now it's like, hey, there's a, there's a reckoning coming. Well, we need to develop some merch. You missed this from last night. I'm going to do it today. <laughs> Greg. Do we really want to tell a story? Yeah, we do. Greg's spelling is subpar. And he that is actually being polite. <laughs> yeah. My spelling is so bad, and my attention to detail when it comes to spelling is non-existent because I don't care. <laughs> you need to care. Actually, you know what? Don't, because it made for this amazing moment last night where he, you had a Japanese student staying with you for a few weeks. Yeah, and our so, university here has a cultural exchange. So they come for three weeks and we get to show them around Canada. And so she left you with a bunch of snacks as gifts for saying thank you. And so he had this slide up about Japanese sta- snacks. I, it says, I, yeah, Japanese snacks testing or something like that. But instead of putting Japanese, he put Japense. Like not, J- he put J-A-P-E-N-S-E. Like, not Japanese, not Japan C. He didn't miss one letter. He missed, like, a couple of big letters and completely wrong swap letters. Japan C. It became this whole great thing about these Italian stacks, about Japan C. So we're going to make t-shirts today. I heart Japan C. I heart Japan C. And people will love them. It was a bizarre so. moment because I looked at it when I was making the slides to go, yeah, it feels right. Actually, to be honest, I, I thought something was off, those but are it those wasn't giving where... me one of squiggle lines. I'm like, yeah, it must be right. Those are those moments where again. you need to be like, hey, Justin, can you just like look over this? Like, it doesn't look right. I looked at it again wow. while we're live on the show. I'm like, what? I'm missing an E. They're like, no, you didn't even spell Japan right. Japansei. I'm going to put this in the uh, Twitch chat here. I heart Japansei, just so people can understand what it is. So it's special. The uh, Anyway, uh, t-shirts. T-shirts coming, so stay tuned. I was going to get to ghost stories, and we can go there if you want. I guess we're live. We might as well. Ghost stories. So when we spoke, I don't know if I told you this. When we spoke and told some Just the Greg stories in Weyburn mm-hmm. uh, last week, I went and asked someone where the washroom was. And somehow, we got like almost immediately talking about ghost stories. And she's like, oh, yeah, I believe in ghosts. There's two that live in my house. And I was like, sorry, where's the bathroom? I believe in ghosts. There's two that live in my house. Almost, wow. Almost that quick. Wow. And I'm looking at this woman to go, I'm fine if you believe in ghosts. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. think if you ask me, I believe in ghosts. Sure. But she was just so comfortable in living in this house where there's with ghosts. ghosts. Hmm. She talks to them. Don't want no monsters she, in my house tonight. Don't funny. want no monsters in my house. If someone wants to Google the lyrics for that, you are in for a treat. You don't get me screaming. You're nothing but a demon. Oh, uh, yes. It was bizarre. She's like, yeah, no, to live with me, which reminded me of this other story of my wife, Brittany, used to work with someone who had a ghost at their house. And I was like, okay, go on. Like, I, Brittany was like, we were out for lunch with them or supper. She's like, I've worked with you for two years. And I'm just hearing about you have a ghost in your house now. The ghost name was Harold. Oh, yeah. oh, that's he, a good ghost he was name. An old, friend, yeah. an old farmer that would wear plaid, and mm. they would see him out of the corner of their eye sometimes. 
But the bizarre thing about this ghost, Harold, in this house, mm-hmm. is he loved the Prairie Farm Report, <laughs> which was this which this show in Saskatchewan here that just talks about farming. So they would record on their DVR all this wow. sort of stuff, like Big Bang Theory or whatever they wanted. They would come home and Harold the Ghost would have deleted everything off and recorded all of the Prairie Farm Report. That's hilarious. Yeah. Or they're watching TV and Harold would change the channel to go to Prairie Farm Report and they would fight over Harold would somehow change it and they would change it back until they would get fed up and yell, Harold, I'm watching this. You're not watching Prairie Farm Report. Leave me alone. And then he would stop. Who would you want as a ghost living in your house? If you had to have one or two. Yeah. Past or present? Well, they have to be dead. Right. I think having Winston Churchill giving me speeches every day, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, unless you were sleeping. Wake uh, up. Hey, I'm not yeah. done yet. No. The British accent would be nice, though. Yeah. Who would I want? Conan the Barbarian? What? Yeah. Genghis Khan? No. That's a little scary. No, I, I wouldn't. Who would be somebody like a good singer? Einstein would be fun. Or Walt Disney. Ooh, if he could actually like, oh, Walt Disney? Pumping your creativity? Giving yeah. you ideas? I want to read his autobiography, actually, because I think that he's got a cool story. Hmm. Yeah, Walter Disney. I would pick him. Walter. It's the same question of like, who would you go have a coffee with, past or present? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would prefer that hmm. over having Walter, his ghost, live in my house, just so we're clear on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Well, anyway, we that was a different podcast. That was fun. We just chatted. That's what we do. We just chat. Chat. I also had three green tea matcha Kit Kats this morning. They're... They're growing on you, hey? Mm-hmm. I, no. The one They're I tried last night was sweet. not... No, they weren't sweet at all. It was like, if I'm going to eat a chocolate bar, I want it to be sweet and delicious. Speaking of sweet, I'm kind of craving a London Fog. What? You're going to go to Tim Hortons, get a new Tim Hortons London Fog? Uh, we're also going to be taking up an offering here for Justin. An it, offering? It, too, no. is coming out this fall. Ain't I want to pay him for the ticket There's to go no see way. it. So Nope. Just give those donations. We'll send them, and we're going to like. I should actually put on the archive. I didn't put it on, but going to us, people could check it on my Instagram at Justin Revis R E V E S. I'll put the archive up there, and you can see my going and my reactions to it. Out of five stars, before we go, what do you give us? Not you and I, but the movie. Three point five. Three out of wow. Three point five out of five. We'll see if you like Silence of the Lambs more than that. Thanks for tuning in. It's Justin and Greg. 